Hey, everybody. Really fun episode of the morning show today. We talk about some of the fears surrounding the Bitcoin ETF with reports coming out that maybe it will not get approved this month and it will be pushed back. We also talk about the action on ordinals, specifically with node monkeys and their pump to a 0.2 Bitcoin floor. We also talk about gaming tokens and where the gaming market for NFTs is at. We also talk about Arbitrum price action, Arbitrum hitting a new all-time high in the last seven days. Finally, we close with airdrop season. Overall, it's a really fun episode of The Morning Show. Hope you enjoy it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday, January 3rd. We are back in action here this week. New Year's week. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. You've tuned into the NFT Morning Show. Today, we are going to discuss the Node Monkeys Ordinals Domination as uh, Clemente has coined it, and what it means for the collection and ecosystem going forward. We are going to discuss the latest airdrops announced and how to maximize your returns. And lastly, we're going to discuss what to make of the recent chop on game tokens. I'll say I'll add something. It seems that the block has posted that they feel um, that the SEC is going to reject the Bitcoin ETFs. You know, the block didn't. The, the block... Board. Report or quoted somebody else. We got to get this right, PO. This is a very important thing to navigate in a very like reasonable way. We need level heads here, he, so we just got to get it right. It was an well, intern I, that that, <laughs> that wrote this. Well, I appreciate you uh, clearing that up, and it is actually you are right. Important to get clarity when it comes to this stuff. So we'll have to dig into that. Kicks if I can get you on the Twitter stage, that would be awesome. Oh, I thought um, I did. My bad, Tony. No, no worries, amigo. No worries at all. Um, and you calling uh, him Tony was that like a racist thing? <laughs> Italian thing. Yeah, so it was racist. <laughs> Nick, how you doing this morning, buddy? I'm doing all right. Nick, um, I like that jacket a lot. Thank you. Is it corduroy? It is corduroy. That that is correct. I like it a lot. Uh, I also have complimented him on that jacket. So uh, last night, Nick, after I left your house, I went back to my building and I went in the sauna. I believe I had mentioned on the way out that I was going to do that because I wanted to get in there before it closes. And Kix knows a thing or two about financial discussion in the sauna. So oh, yeah. I walk. Oh, yeah. I walk in and this guy that I've talked to in there before that I know owns Solana and owns SMBs, uh, the one of the flagship Solana NFT collections. He's in there and he's talking to another guy. And literally, as I walk in, they walk out and I overhear them from the sauna. I'm the only one in the sauna. I hear them just outside the sauna going off on crypto, just going off. The other guy's talking about how he got his wallet drained in 2017 because he had a picture of his seed phrase in his iCloud photos and it got hacked and they drained all of his money. And he's they're talking about all sorts of crypto stuff. When... Uh, the guy that got drained leaves. When the other guy comes back into the sauna, I just uh, he just says, hey, what's up? And I just look at him. I just go, Solana. And he goes, what? And I go, Solana. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he like didn't remember me. And I was like, yeah, you and me talked about Solana before. And he starts talking about it. He works in fixed income in TradFi. And he said he doesn't like how, how uh, bullish everybody is. He, he doesn't like it when it's consensus. He says everybody in his industry is like risk on. Risk I on. Know. It's um, it's that is one thing I'll say. Yeah, when everyone's saying that this is the way it'll go, you, you almost got to take a counter position. Um, and I've I've been feeling a little nervous, just a little bit, just a I wee bought bit more today. I, so did I. Um, I'm gonna go buy more now while you guys are talking. Uh, so it, it's it's a well known fact that I still use Gemini because I'm blocked from uh, Coinbase. Dude, when you go to buy stuff, like I went to go buy this morning and it was like there's not enough Solana to be bought. Dude, Gemini sucks. And those guys are dickheads. Um, my guy Rom is going at, well, he's not going after, but he's appalled at how Tyler and Cameron Winklevoss have not weighed in on the current proposition on the table for the, the earned people, I suppose. He's just like, Ron was like, at first, a month ago, he was like, wait until Gemini weighs in, then you'll know what to do. And then he's like, a, a month later, he's like, uh, I don't know why they haven't weighed in. It's kind of weird that they haven't weighed in at this point. Uh, they are literally being like rich kids and just being like, we didn't do this. And it's like, dude, it's on your platform, bro. Like, what are you doing? It is pretty ridiculous. Um, 
the the earned situation is a is a whole other different thing um versus like their marketplace not working i was able just to buy more and it wasn't a problem so i don't know what the situation was there there so were you so many Gemini's people insolvent no you sound like an intern analyst there you go well he, we know he's not an intern but he's definitely our analyst over here uh anyway let's just dive in with another analyst himself uh just the, the guy that's known for cookerinos or cookeroonies. I don't even I don't even remember what you call them, but kicks, please take it away with the weather report. You got it, sir. Sorry, my stomach's hurting a little bit from that breakfast sandwich, but I'm gonna rally through here. Today's Wednesday, January the third. Market volume 25.3 million. Blur dominating 20.5 million. OpenSea 4 million. Solana 6.1 million. I think that's 30 million, not 25. NFT market leaders looking over the top movers. We have node monkeys on orbitals up to a 0.2 Bitcoin floor. Little pudgies and D gods up 8%. Fluff world. Haven't heard about them in a while. Up 20% to a 1 ETH floor almost. And Tensorians and Fraganas are up 10% on Solana. Over the past 24 hours, it's an absolute bloodbath in the streets for crypto as Bitcoin dumped to 40,800 before recovering. It's down 8% along with ETH. Alt's down 15 to 20%, including Solana. A little bit of a bounce back this morning, but it's looking shaky out of the gate. Gordon Goner has continued his shopping spree buying NFTs across Ordinals, ETH, and Solana. He picked up a Mooncat, a Muffer, a Quirky, a Fergana, a Journey Club, and a Node Monkey. Most collections saw a slight pump before retracing. Winner of the day, Node Monkeys did not see that pullback after Gordon Gordon Goner bought the Node Monkeys as his first ordinal purchase. The collection saw a 65% pump to 0.2, which is over $9,000. This recorded almost $27 million in volume since its launch on Friday. Lastly, over an airdrop land, Dimension was the latest to announce their DIM claim. With over 1 million users eligible, not as much as WorldCoin, 6.6 billion eligible there, but still a lot. Among those eligible are Pudgy Penguins, Mad Lads, Tensorians, and Badkins holders. That represents about 0.01% of that a million. Pudgy Penguins getting the largest allocation of these four collections. That's great news for me. That's it for the weather report. Back over to you in the studio. Fantastic weather report, as usual, Kicks. Putting your own flavor on it. Some updates from the Daily Digest, and then we got to dive into what's happened basically in the past two hours. Clemente just hit me up and said the show notes are outdated because he did them like three hours ago. Uh, And so a lot has happened since then. Welcome to the world of crypto. But anyway, newsletter stories, Daily Digest is posted to X platform every single day, or Monday through Friday, I should say. Also available if you subscribe at thenifty.com. It will make its way into your email, so definitely do that. Etherscan has announced its acquisition of SoulScan. Fun fact, uh, the lead in our venture round was also an investor in EtherScan. I don't know if they were the lead, but I believe that they invest in EtherScan as well. Uh, second story, a wow. new <laughs> a new U.S. crypto tax law has gone into effect in which users who received $10,000 or more in crypto supposedly have an obligation to report the transaction to the IRS within 15 days under threat of a felony charge. We'll see if that one sticks. I don't know if the IRS understands how this stuff works sometimes. You might get $10,000 and not even know it. Maybe we gonna murder you, IRS. Maybe we're coming for you, you know? Dude, you can't can't give us rules like that. (laughs) That's right, yeah. That, that's a that's a hard you know hard statement to the IRS right there, Nick. Yeah, we coming after you, IRS. Not legally binding. <laughs> Next story: Wasabi Protocol announces their Perps public launch in collaboration with Flooring Protocol, effectively allows allowing users to short NFT collections. Wait a minute, should we drop everything and go and short the shit out of like 50 different NFT collections right now? That now that you can do that, I borderline don't believe that that's real. But then again, a short squeeze on an NFT collection could be an unholy pump. That would really be something. So we'll have to see what goes on there. What well, happened? It happened with uh, Captains, I think was the one. When Flooring Protocol first got them listed, there was not enough Captains in the vault if everyone wanted to redeem it. So Flooring Protocol had to go and purchase them and it sent the price up like four ETH. Like it was insane. They had to literally just keep sweeping to back the tokens again. So we did technically see a short squeeze on it. Like 
I think NFT Fi is going to be really interesting over a long enough time period. It will get better, but like now, while it's kind of chaotic, there's going to be some wildly volatile swings on it. Well, epic. I can't wait to see how that plays out. Uh, Overworld Incarna's art revealed with the collection seeing a slight post-reveal dip, but holding it to Ethereum floor for the time being and getting overall positive reviews. <laughs> what, is, Clemente, what is getting overall positive reviews? Floor mean? placed in a tank. Okay, is this a rom-com in the 90s with Matthew McConaughey? Like, what do you mean overall positive reviews? Uh, <laughs> that was my thoughts exactly. I was thinking rom-com. That's what I was thinking with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I was thinking sci-fi. About to take Nick off the screen. Uh, Coinbase stock dumped 10% to $157 yesterday. What's it at now? What is, it, what is that right now? Coinbase stock right now is... 157 still hasn't dumped anymore. Uh, those are your stories from the Daily Digest posted to X platform, also available via, via email. Subscribe at the nifty.com. Uh, look, we got a crypto dump, and Clemente felt that Nick should lead the crypto dump conversation. Uh, do you think I we're going to keep dumping? Hey, Pia, let me tell you, dude, I've been watching this ever since I woke up first thing this morning. Uh, Easy has seen it as well, Kicks has seen it. I know that you didn't see it because usually come in here a little bit scrambled, a little bit unsure of what's going on first thing in the morning. But I saw it, and let me tell you, there was a big wick down to the next level for Solana uh, down at the, what did we say? Uh, it went all the way down to as low. The wick on this chart shows 85.61. My, my downward target ha has been $79. So uh, $79 is what we're looking for here. You think it's going to go that low? Well, uh, usually when a wick happens down that low, we always at least uh, uh, retest that wicks level. Um, so I would not be surprised to see us at a minimum of 85. Uh, I would love to see a 79 level and then a, a little bit of a bounce back. When was the expected ETF? Just assuming that all goes well, that's the 9th. January 10th. 10th. Okay, so the 9th. Fun, and, uh, fun, real quick, fun fact, easy down at our Basel was like, yeah, I heard that it's going to get approved on the 6th. January 6th. Yeah, the 6th is a Saturday. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, P, a quick update. Uh, Coinbase is actually down 8% this morning to 145. Yep. It was down. <clears throat> I thought it was down 10%. Wow. Okay. Only 8%. We're seeing a little bit, of a, bull, a little bit of a pullback, uh, bullish, bullish uh, retracement there. But that said, uh, I'm looking at the Solana action here. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, uh, my guess is it at least retest that wick. Those wicks, those intern wicks, dude, They all, we always uh, have to close them before we proceed forward with the uh, bull market, you know? I mean, Jim Cramer flipped bullish on Bitcoin yesterday. That was like the, the great Fuck. omen sign. Oh, yeah, God. There's only well, four things in life that are guaranteed. Death, taxes, Cramer calling the top, and Elizabeth Warren never getting a bill passed. <laughs> kicks like that one that 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 was a i didn't know what the fourth one was gonna be it was good kicks how are you thinking about uh the crypto market today are you scared about the big bad sec turning down scared? the etf are you scared um i mean i don't know i'm not smart enough to know that stuff i mean i will say that definitely i mean things have things have pumped pretty massively you know in november and december leading into this moment more specifically on like the alt side, right? Like Bitcoin and Ethereum haven't moved crazy amounts, but like, I mean, obviously we know about the Solana run, Arbitrum, uh, not Arbitrum, sorry, AVAX, massive run, right? Like Forex, um, gaming, the whole gaming sector pumped like a minimum of 2X, many things went 5X, 10X. So I mean, like a lot of these things have really cooked to the upside where you think even if it, gets approved it's not like these things are going to rip to the moon maybe bitcoin and eth see some nice price action but yeah I, I i got no clue man to be honest with you i will say that i mean last year right like nasdaq went up by 55 percent, right uh bitcoin 3x like there's been a lot of upward price action across the board not just in crypto right and like equities in general so it's not crazy to think that uh, Q1 is going to be, you know, choppy to say the least, regardless of if the, you know, ETF stuff gets approved or not. I feel like the SEC 
they strike me as people that would like, even if they were going to approve it, just want to delay it another couple months. You know what I mean? Just to be like, oh, you know, this is really important. We got to like, you know, cross our T's and dot our I's. So like that wouldn't be shocking to me at all that they're like, oh, we're going to delay it another three months. So uh, I think also the market found out that uh, Singapore, where Breakpoint is going to be held later this year, uh, is an 18 and a half hour flight from New York. And they suddenly realized, what the hell? You know, that's way too far. 18 and a half hours nonstop. Not going to make it. Also, weed's highly illegal there, which is going to be tough for NFTers. Highly illegal. So I got a lot of Singaporean dollars, though, so we don't have to convert anything. We're good to go. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, well, look, there's one asset that's been doing well. I haven't checked the price today, but Arbitrum was a top mover over the past seven days. It, it hit a new all-time high. That's pretty wild. Uh, I guess we haven't really seen an Arbitrum run the way that we, uh, we might see it this cycle. Uh, on December 22nd, so about two and a half weeks ago, Kix, you said that you longed more Arbitrum this morning at $1.33 because the only thing worse than ETH waiting eight months to pump uh, is, ha is having the L2s pump way harder. DC Investor, has been uh, tweeting quite a bit about layer two Ethereum assets. Uh, I will say, love having DC on the show. Love reading his tweets. He's very biased towards anything that has ETH in it to any capacity. He loves ETH. Um, Kicks, what do you make of Arbitrum? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Arbitrum is the most popular L2 if you look at in terms of total value locked. I think there are over 6 billion. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, pretty much a dominant uh at one of the dominant L2s out there but yeah i mean it it was lagging even some of the other L2s for a while um optimism kind of ran hardest first so like optimism was at like near $2 at the beginning of december and went all the way up to $4 so like a 2x um and yeah arbitrum just like looked good for a run just because eth was showing strength at the very end right so it's like okay he's starting to show some strength it's probably you're probably going to see movements in the l2s um but all the l2s pump so it's not like just arbitrums you know pumping out of the in isolation or anything like that um even like stuff like say sei which is like a alt l1 right that pumped too it seemed basically like the last 10 or 14 days everything that pumped in november and december ranged and then all of the things that were lagging and had it pumped finally did a pump, right? Which leads me to think that it like it's people kind of moving around positions, right? They're like, okay, what hasn't pumped yet? Okay, let me go here. Uh, more so than like L2s are seeing uh, like this, you know, crazy repricing event. But I mean, Arbitrum went from a dollar in de December to like a dollar eighty, dollar ninety now. So it's it's definitely doing well. But I think that the L2s were basically just playing catch up to the market market was really focused on you know avax and solana for a while um but also these l2s are going to be very sensitive to whatever happens with ethereum right like if uh if we get a retracement with ethereum here it's that you know they're all going to pull back as well um it's definitely you know definitely not a spot where i'm excited about like longing more also definitely not a spot where i'm excited about selling either you know oh yeah i mean if you're selling right now why? I mean, it's a wild time to be selling. Um, I would not be surprised if the ETF gets delayed till March because well, that Bloomberg would... just commented on it. What they say? And they said we have received no indication suggesting on anything other than approval for a spot Bitcoin ETF. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I was going to say is that if it did get pushed back to March, it wouldn't be that surprising because that's still pre-Bitcoin having. And I think if you're BlackRock and you're pulling all the strings, as long as you get that thing approved before the Bitcoin having and you've had enough time to accumulate, you're good to go. Oh, there's no way that BlackRock pulls any strings, Nick. The biggest asset manager in the United States has no strings to pull. Everything's above board in the traditional finance system, right, Nick? Also, I have a question. It does the Bitcoin halving matter less and less as it keeps halving, right? Because like, isn't the inflation already so low? Okay, it's only like so a time Bitcoin out. Eighth oh, this time. Oh, did you just ask me about the Bitcoin halving? Number one, the yeah. halving. Yeah, like a halfling, kind of like uh, Frodo. 
I'm letting Pio just just walk the plank himself. Basically, at this point, he's just jumping in with with a noose on. So go go ahead, keep keep it going, Pio. Um, so kicks. If you talk to Bitcoiners, the there is obviously a thesis that over time, like a few more halvings from now, call it two or three more cycles, uh, maybe eight to 12 years, for sure, the significance of the halving is not going to be as robust as it is now because the reward will be like, you know, point, it'll go from like point, uh, two five, like point one two five Bitcoin to like point oh six, you know, whatever. It's like very, very small. Um, but people you still just, think you just that divided by two. I see what you did there, dude. That was good. Because right now the inflation's at 1.8%. In May, it'll go to half, right? Half thing, yep. hal halving. Uh, from 1.8 to 0 0.9, but that's only like 1% inflation, right? So it's not like, whoa, like let's go, dude, woo! But the same year as the as the ETF approval and a presidential election and another resurrection of Bitcoin, because remember, me and Nick just went to Washington Square Park. Nobody knew what Solana was. I guarantee, if we asked the same people about Bitcoin, they say they'd say, isn't it down? Basically, until the thing's at a new all time high. All you're going to hear from normies is, isn't it down? Uh, I saw a tweet. I believe it was from Rom. He said, everybody's born. Everybody dies. Nobody gets resurrected. And so, like, nobody cares about your thing being born. Nobody cares about your thing dying. But people care about the resurrection. Like, when Bitcoin comes back, they're like, oh, shit, that thing came back. When NFTs come back, it's like, oh, shit, that thing came back. Like, that's what's interesting. NFTs yep. I being mean, born. When Jesus rose from the dead, it founded Christianity. It was a big deal uh, when <laughs> and it resulted in a holiday. <laughs> we ended up with two holidays as a result of that guy. I mean, that's crazy. Easter, man. Christmas, you're right. Yeah. That, that's pretty wild. That's big time stuff. So Ethereum NFT price action. I mean, talk about something that's hard to navigate right now while all this stuff goes down. NFT statistics posted that over the past three days, more than 90% of blur volume has been sellers of NFTs dumping into bids. This being one of the highest ratios we've ever seen. It's normally in the 60 to 80% range. So selling is up. Selling is up, ladies and gentlemen. Easy, you mentioned that you think farming blur points via bid is actually a possible high upside play. We've been talking about staked blur. Do you still feel that way? I think now is probably the best time to do it. Like hands down. Like I've been actually talking to a few people about it. It's not an overcrowded trade. You have what I think is going to be a pretty big liquidity injection when the ETH on Blast gets released in February and blur has no lockup. And right now, like blur is kind of trading in this range where I'm like, this feels pretty good here. And you still have three months, four months to do it and get the points and ultimately get whatever the reward is. And just not a lot of people are talking about it. When not a lot of people are talking about something, it seems to have potential upside. I still have mine staked, riding it completely for free. And I don't plan on touching it until the very end. So I'm like, what is the downside of this blur going down? But I think the rewards that you get from it are going to outpace any downside risk. I like blur. I don't have yeah. exposure right now, but I like Blur. I've, I've liked it for a while. Um, I view it as like kind of one of the premier startups on the NFT side with a, like a special founder. Um, hard to tell the the relationship between like the startup and the token and how that price works, but it, it seems yeah. like it's pretty deeply baked in at this point. Well, and also I, I don't even think this, I think when you're farming Blur now, you're not even getting Blur, you're getting Blast, right? Easy, like you're farming. You're for getting blast. redacted. Oh uh, yeah, red okay. Redacted. Yeah. So that's wow. what they're calling it. Redacted. Uh actually blast. Yeah. It's it just says redacted. <laughs> in hey, hey, easy. Yeah. That's pretty wink, funny. Wink. But yeah. uh it just says redacted. So I, I think it's gonna be whatever their L2 native token is for blast. Yeah. So I think that's I think great. No great opportunity to farm there. I agree. Nick, what you you had a, an expression. What are you thinking about? Your homoerotic connection to the founder of of Blur. I just think that it's a little bit weird um how you uh feel a deep connection to the guy and it, it's it's just a little strange there's a couple of founders in this space that make you like really i can see the the glimmer in your eyes and it's just it's just a little bit disturbing to be completely honest um that that's the main thing in terms of do you have to lock this up for the uh the quote farming uh yeah. well, the only thing you have to lock up is if you br lock in the bridge then that's the whatever you put in there is locked up. But if you're going to hold the ETH anyways, then you know you're free farming and getting yield. Um, Easy's muted, but he, I think I agree with what you're saying.
I said I was gonna say Blur has no lockup. It just feels like a better play. You can unstake it at any time. The only thing you lose is the multiplier. The longer it's staked, yeah. the higher the multiplier goes, and that compounds. So, I've been farming this shit for a month, Nick. I got like quadrillion points. Uh, by farming it, you mean you've you clicked one button once and then did absolutely nothing since then? Yeah, dude. I mean, what does the farmer do? They plant <laughs> the crops and they sit around for six months and then harvest them. I mean, that's called farming, dude. You know what I mean? I planted my crops a month ago and they're just farming. And my blur's up too from 36 cents to 52, you know, 30% increase and some farming. You guys did get a little boost there. Your entry into blur was uh, good timing. I just followed easy. I still haven't done my liquid staking on my Solana, which seems like. Uh, you're literally just wasting an 8% APY. Like you're just sitting there wasting. I'm going to do a 25% allocation to that uh, via the one of the validators that I think I trust. I hope it is not something that comes back to bite me. Uh, Easy's made it clear that it doesn't seem that that's likely. Uh, there's obviously always risk in this stuff, um, but I, I think it's interesting. I think it's very interesting to do it. So I migrated over. I put it into, uh, do you use a hardware wallet when you do that easy or do you move it to a hot wallet when you uh, do the stake? I use a hot wallet for it because then I keep spots still on the hardware wallet. Okay, so you put you migrated over to your hot wallet, which uh, you're still using a uh, Soul Blaze or whatever it is. I still use Soul Blaze. Yeah, just that's the one I've been using for six, seven months now. I'm still getting Blaze rewards, and now they're teasing another airdrop. So to me, it's just that was the one that I felt was good out the gate. It's been around for a couple of years, multiple audits on the contract. So I was like, this one feels the most straightforward to me. Doesn't even Lido have a Solana staking solution? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think they do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check check it out. They have a uh, no. They have Polygon. They have Ethereum, and I thought they had a Solana option, but uh, I will take. Yes, they do. Uh, and what's the rate that you're getting on uh, Solana? I think I'm at eight point seven percent right now. Actually, it it's not available. Eight point seven. Yeah. I mean, I will say Wait, Nick, I am being think, stupid. You'd make here. more money if you just sold all your Solana right now than if you staked it, probably. <laughs> that was your move. You, you, saw, I, you I only sold 20%. Okay. And I had to do it. Maybe 25%. And are you staking the rest? Fuck that, dude. Uh, what, what is the other? What's the uh, more reasonable that's not liquid staking? Isn't there like two options here? I don't There's understand what liquid staking is. Stake is liquid so, staking just bullshit? So liquid staking is they're basically giving you another token that's saying that your soul staked, but you can unstake it at any time. So they give you back the soul. Kind of is like a reverse pyramid, if you will. So like picture it like this, where like you need more people to come in in order to not get stuck. Um, it's like Steve. It's like yeah. Steve. It's just like Steve. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, Isn't that what but, Lido is? Is, yeah. is, is STETH? Yeah, that's what Blast is. If you send ETH to Blast, they swap it to Steve. Um, which actually, the only reason why I didn't send to Blast because I was wondering if the act of doing that uh, would make me realize capital gains, even though they're selling it for me. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Should talk to an accountant about uh, custodied assets is what I, I got think no that conversation clue, would be about. <laughs> just want to pull this up. Um, Mike Alfred is on to BlackRock, and he knows that this was just a little trick that they played to get a little bit more Bitcoin right before the approval for a better price. Uh, we'll have to see whether or not this is the case in the next seemingly uh, literally seven days, which is kind of wild uh, that we might get this. If it gets approved, over. what's the like? What are we doing to celebrate, guys? Like, what? What's we're what's all pulling out bike pumps, and we're doing a two and a half hour stream, just sitting there pumping, vicious arm workout. I'm not, think, I'm not drinking at all in January, so maybe we smoke a little bit at celebration. <laughs> Nick, I'm talking a Jamaican accent the whole show. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not drinking this year, dude. I feel like I'm good for uh, for any alcohol. That's where Bur I'm at at this point. Bernie in the YouTube audience said, "In all capitals, cocaine." So thank you, Bernie, for the tip. Uh, very creative. Do cocaine, guys. Anyway, uh, lo love to see it. Uh, That's what my mom always told me. <laughs> Well, your mom lived around before fentanyl was in this stuff, so the advice doesn't it's not apples to apples anymore. Got it. Okay. Nick's mom's like, make sure you test your coke. 
We had a testing kit. <laughs> anyway, uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we got Node Monkeys pumping on Bitcoin on the Ordinals protocol on Bitcoin. Node Monkeys pumped seventy percent to point two bitcoins after Gordon Goddard bought one as his first Ordinal purchase. Man, Gordon is just out there buying. Uh, shout out to Gordon for buying Bodagos on Solana as his first Solana NFT. They've also recorded nearly $27 million in trading volume since their launch on Friday. As it stands right now, Ordinal's collections do not get uh, revenue off of royalties like other collections on Solana and some Ethereum collections do. So that 27 million is very impressive. It doesn't necessarily benefit the uh, founding team of Node Monkeys, though. Kix, you have been on Ordinals actually actively trading for quite a while. What do you make of Node Monkeys specifically? Do you have exposure? And are you still holding that very expensive frog ordinal that you've been having? Yeah, I hold two of those. I love that uh, Clemente uh, defaults to me leading on the ordinals. Like I'm some sort of ordinal expert. I own like five total ordinals. But I do keep close tabs. My my business partner absolutely has crushed ordinals like this past year. Like he bought the Bitcoin frogs at like 0 0.05. They went to 0 0.3. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this all makes sense once again, because if you just simply think about if NFTs are sort of like pegged to the liquidity or the price action of the overall chain, then it makes a ton of sense that ordinals are going to be massive and continue to be massive, right? Because like, what's the next biggest chain for NFTs? Ethereum, right? What's the next biggest chain? Solana. They're all very driven by the market cap, right? We don't have like a random chain with a billion dollar market cap that has like 80% NFT activity, right? It seems very correlated to like just the overall money and value on the chain. So the whole ordinals play, I think, is going to continue to be big in 2024. I think the interesting thing about Node Monkeys. This one, for whatever reason, seemed to bring in a lot of ETH traders. A lot of primarily ETH traders uh, either got allocation or for whatever reason were really fucking scam, dude. BlackRock got involved. Yeah. Who knows, one man? sec, one sec. A serious note, Pio, have you claimed your node monkey? Uh, so I'm talking to someone about getting it, and I don't know the situation, uh, but hopefully I can get it. That'd be cool. Just casual. That'd be cool. I don't really care about it. It's got. I got six thousand dollars for free. Is it even? It's not that much. Yeah, it's yes, it is. Eight thousand dollars. Well, no, the monkeys are, but the honorary collection yeah, does. The honorarys are, are going for one point one two to point one five. I hope I get it. That'd be cool. That's still pretty cool. And like the art, the art is. I like it. It's unique. It has like the node monkeys have a unique look to them. I definitely think that's significant. Um, and also like the more pixelated stuff makes sense on ordinals just because of how expensive it is to transcribe stuff based on the, you know, the size of the, uh, thing, but I think it was a great launch. Um, and it was also just a phenomenal trade because it was Dutch auction, uh, with like, uh, repricing based on where, when you put your money in. So if you, you got, you could have gotten these at 0 0.03. So I think that's just like another opportunity where like if you're if your ears to the ground you could have made a lot of money on this just a casual 7x in 7 days or whatever. But yeah, this one seems to be the project that for whatever reason drew in a lot of people that like D's, right? He's a big e trader. He did Solana, he swept some Badagos, right? D's is starting to branch out to other chains. He went in big on Node Monkeys, went on big on the Swarm, Psyduck, another big like ETH trader, really this this kind of got a lot of e-traders into ordinals. And if you think about like the friction of getting into ordinals, right? You need to like get Bitcoin to like an X first or a Unisat wallet, right? And then you need to like set that all up properly. There's some friction there. So the fact that Node Monkeys brought a lot of e-traders over to ordinals is probably just bullish on ordinals in general because now these smart, sophisticated traders have liquidity over there and they're going to want to stack Bitcoin, trade in and out of these things, look for new opportunities. So it's definitely a win for the ordinal space for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, look, when we had Giancarlo on the show the other day, I asked him what the biggest thing is that happened in 2023 in NFTs. And he said the biggest thing that happened is Ordinal's protocol. Obviously, yeah. it's layer one NFTs on Bitcoin. That's a huge, yeah. huge, huge deal. It also already went through a, a hype cycle. I don't know if you guys remember, in like June of this year, people were like, Ordinal's are dead. People were like, ordinals yeah. are a grift. I was like, what are you yeah, talking like the, the first retracement, and everyone calls it dead, which was like the generational buy opportunity. It's just funny to me, man, uh, that even when people are in this space for years, they, they act like they haven't been. 
And they're just like, yeah, that thing's dead. That was like a, a grift. When it's like, what do you mean the new layer one NFT protocol built on Bitcoin is a grift? Well, how about a technical breakthrough? How about that? Maybe maybe it's that instead of a grift. Um, These guys are going to be really mad when Ryan Carson in absentee outtrades them all with his last NFT purchase ever of all those Bitcoin punks. Um, but yeah, also Nord Monkeys, Node Monkeys, Nord Monkeys, they inscribed really early. Like some of yes. them are like pre 100K, which yes. is really interesting. 86 to 114K, I believe is the range, which is pretty which good. Which is interesting to think about because that means that they were like, they had this project almost like ready to rumble pretty, yes. pretty early on. And then they waited. I say for February, March of last year because I have mm -hmm. Bunny's Ape inscribed at like 76K. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I did yes. that end of February. NFT statistics posted a thread on Node Monkeys that declared that yes, these are early inscriptions from then. I, I guess the rest of the year was getting everything ready on the art side and the technical side. People did uh, praise the minting experience. It was very smooth. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens with Node Monkeys and with other Ordinals collections. The Ordinals collections I'm looking out for in a big way are Trevor's Ninjas, uh, which are coming out, I think, actually, like pretty soon. He's going to be coming on this show to talk about them in a couple of weeks. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And then uh, also, of course, Taproot Wizards. Very, very juicy. Very juicy. It's going to be, I, I think, one Bitcoin floor pretty quick on Taproot Wizards. Kicks. And the technology is so much better than, I mean, in February, you know, I bought those Bitcoin frogs on a spreadsheet, dude, which honestly I think is kind of fun. Gasless technology. Yeah, gasless technology spreadsheets. Um, but, uh, the tech, it's way better now, dude. You can just like trade on magic Eden, like super easily. Once you get a wallet set up, it's, it's, it's pretty smooth. So yeah, I think 2024, uh, this year, not you know, next year, this year will be a big year for ordinals for sure. Nick. I, I don't even, I'm just, you know, this you no monkey situation. I'm just pissed off about, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you sweep the floor at 0 0.03 dog? Yeah. Coward. I don't think there would be any situation where you would have bought this. Like, what are you mad about? <laughs> like, Which Bitcoin wallet do you use for your ordinals, Nick? <laughs> well, we invested Phantom. in we invested in Xverse. Good answer. Too. Good Phantom, answer. You know, Phantoms, yeah, Phantom. Hell yeah. I, I use Xverse and Phantom. Those are the two that I operate with. I have an hey, Xverse dude. wallet. I have a. Uh, the, I have one. Or I have Justin Aversano's ordinal that I had purchased. Oh, nice. I have. I have a Bitcoin nice. funk. And then, oh, yeah. uh, which is my own. And nice. then, uh, and P.O.'s, how many ordinals you own, P.O.? <laughs> so, so I love everybody like trying to dunk on me for this. How about when Kaboosh. I have, how about when I have the, dunked on, dude? How about when I have the ninja and the node monkey? What are you going to say? How about I've kept the same energy towards ordinals since they first came out literally for a year when people were like, there were a grift. I was like, what are you guys so dumb? And then people were like, pop, pop. Like, dude, I, I keep the same energy, dude. I don't know what to tell you. It's Bitcoin layer one NFTs. I don't know. I will say you. it's super cool, P.O. Ordinals is the reason for the first time ever that I have on-chain Bitcoin instead of like Coinbase Bitcoin, Bitcoin. exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, someone that we know, I don't think he would want me to talk about this. Uh, never mind. Anyway, Bunny's got his hand raised. Bunny, what's going on? <laughs> dude, I... I any lawyers listening... Could they DM me? Because I think I'm legally entitled to 50% of EC's ordinal of my ape. <laughs> also, uh, did you see the tax news today? What do you mean the tax news? About if you send $10,000 of cryptocurrency and you're doing trading or legal business, you need to claim on a form the counterparty's social security number. Well, yeah, we we talked about that in the uh, in the newsletter thing. I mean, we didn't dive deep. I I just don't think any of that stuff sticks because, like, I feel like you know, it's going to take so long for everything to settle when it comes to like IRS integration with our ecosystem. Like, are you kidding me? It's going to take so long. They haven't even undone the wash trade rule. They, yeah. they were like, yeah. Anyway. Here's an example, right? We we sent in at the beginning of last year our estimated payment for taxes for our gaming studio right? We sent it literally in February, right? So that you don't get penalties and in interest for not paying on time. They sent a letter to my business partner saying, you guys owe us like $100,000 in interest and penalties because you never paid us money. And he goes, no, no, I definitely paid you money. He sent the check. The check was cashed. It went to the wrong department in the IRS, right? Now you think like a normal functioning business would be like, cool, I'm going to call down to that apartment and get this resolved for you. No, no, no. They're like, you need to go handle this. You sent us money. The check cash, 
but it's on you to confirm that, that we cashed it, even though we cashed it. So now he has to write a letter to a different department asking them to send the information to another IRS department just so that they uh, they can find the money that they sent in cash from us. And then another story, in Florida, same thing happened. They found the money though on their own. I guess they're a little bit more competent. They found the money on their own and they still wanted to charge us interest on money that we had already sent a year ago. And he said, oh, I have to talk to my supervisor to get that removed. And I'm like, explain this to me. You're trying to charge us interest on money we sent you a year ago. And Just you have to you talk to your find supervisor it. to not charge me money that you're not supposed to charge me. Can't explain, explain this to me. Do you not have an account? Yeah, hundred percent. But we, but when we sent this, <laughs> Just this isn't the accountant's problem. This is the IRS's problem. Yeah, no, but I'm saying the accountants, like our accountant, handles all the interactions with the IRS, including we owe like we owe like thirty million dollars, bro. But like, you think I'm gonna pay that? You think you think I'm gonna pay that? No, I got accountants. Okay, well, one of them. Accountants just make you not have to pay anything exactly dude. yeah like, no but you're right like if you what like and we have our accountants for like 2023 tax year we just sent that prepayment in right away we were just like let's take care of this right away and it's now lost in the ether my whole point being they don't even have the infrastructure for us to submit whatever they are asking for you know well, what I that mean? may be that may be inaccurate but okay okay whatever <laughs> fuck you nick i'm sending you ten thousand dollars right now let's see I what happens stuff guy no dude you'll brick his account don't do it Oh, here you go. 10,000 USDC. That's actually wicked funny. You can just sabotage somebody. You can send someone to jail by just sending them 25 grand low key. Oh, and guess what? I'm reporting on my NPO just so they know he didn't report. So I'm going to report this transaction right away. I'm going to mail it in. I love it. And send it on a chain that he's not actively using. You know what I mean? So he'd have to oh, yeah. Nick's getting 10, 10K on Aptos right now. Good exactly. luck, Nick. That's what they don't get. That's they don't get that I could just dump twenty five grand of Aptos to you. You'll never know, and I'll I'll send it in, I, and I'll get his social security number. The guy's going to jail. I'm basically sending you to jail, Nick. Anyway, uh, moving on to gaming tokens. In the last two weeks, we've pretty much seen most gaming tokens slowly bleed um, or chop after two months of you know giga pumping. So kicks. Do you think that some of the huge pumps for these tokens are going to slow down in the short term? You were early to prime. Um, we saw uh, one of our partners, Shrapnel, have a big, big run up off of an eight cent token to you know north of twenty cents. 30. NFT, yeah. yeah, NFTs pumping alongside it. Do you see this slowing down? People seem to be very interested in the narrative of high quality gaming finally being developed in the crypto and NFT ecosystem. What do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot of thoughts on it. Like, first of all, just like anything, like after a big run, right, you're going to range for a while, right? Like Solana goes on a big run, it's going to range for a while, right? So like even the gaming projects that are super solid and are going to keep going, like they probably need to cool off and range for a little bit, right? Like um, Ronin went from 60 cents to $1.80 and even pushed above two in like a like a couple of months, right? Like that's yep. a 3x move. So even if that's going to need is going to go another 3x from here, it's probably going to need a range for a period of time, right? Um also I think a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines waiting to see just what happens with the overall crypto markets with the ETF approval, right? But yep. I also just don't think that there's like a lot of that money that went in, I think is like ETH or 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 crypto native money that went into these gaming protocols, right? It's not like your friend who is buying Bitcoin and Solana all of a sudden is like, oh, dude, I'm going to buy the crap out of Prime, right? It's still like the gaming speculation is still very like crypto native. And there's only so much money that I think can go around on these things. Like a lot of things pumped, like pretty much everything in gaming pumped. And let's be realistic, like 80% of games fail. Of the 20% of games that do actually succeed, a lot of them are only interesting games for four or five months, right? Probably 1% of launch games, if that, are actually good enough to last like a couple of years. My point being is that like everything pumped, some things that aren't as good quality probably will have a good chance of retracing pretty hard from here, right? Um, and the good stuff can keep moving up to the top. But like, I'm not surprised at all that um, like things are cooling off here. It definitely would be great in theory if we could just go straight up only to a 10X, right? But then still <laughs> the same people would never sell. They wouldn't sell at a 5X, a 3X. They won't sell at a 10X. They won't sell it at 20x, then they'll round trip and say crypto is a scam. Um, but yeah, 
for me, I'm I'm not adding anything to to my gaming bags other than like I bought a Dgen, uh, like there's a Solana MMORPG called like Lumia or something. I bought a couple grand worth of those with my Solana gains, uh, just just for a trade because a lot of people are talking about that. And I think the Solana gaming narrative is pretty strong, but there's not a lot of games that are active on Solana, and this is now a new one. So, um, yeah, I'm really sitting on my my hands here because I think I got in good in good positions on the existing tokens. And I think that in NFTs, and I think a lot of the nice price action will come on the new stuff that launches this year. So for me in the gaming, it's going to be a lot of sitting on my hands this year. And that's that's trading in general, right? Like I, I fucked up with Meta, right? I bought some at $90, sold it at $200, thought I was a genius. It ended up going like 300, 350, right? Like a, a, lot, of, a lot of trading is get a good entry and just sit on your hands. And I got... I got good entries on the stuff that I want. So I'm just going to sit on my hands. But yeah, dude, it's not going to be up only. And also game development cycles, they take longer. It's not like just launching like uh, like an Ordinals collection. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like we got to do Well, this, the like mempool, that takes a very long time, Kicks. Anywhere yeah. from like seven to 10 business days to actually inscribe. I do think you're yeah. spot on though. Like, dude, the game development cycle. And once the game's live, those tokens just giga send, which is yeah. what we saw with Prime. Like that was a yeah, big exactly. piece of it was like card game exactly. launched. Now it's just been absolutely crushing. And you're in a phase right now where a lot of these projects are actually getting investment beforehand to do development before they launch something. So yeah. now it's like almost feels like it's iterating faster versus two years ago when it was like, we need NFT to raise funds to build game two years later. Maybe yep. it flops, maybe it doesn't. Now it's like, we raised funds, game's being built. Now let's launch the stuff that you can use in game. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Uh, we're going to have to, well, me and Nick were talking about how the game plan shouldn't have changed but now all these new things are distracting everybody you know what i mean we, we we literally played out the strategy for this cycle and suddenly we're all focused on cosmos blockchain <laughs> oh, i'm not hell? going there well, i'm not doing anything on it besides buying the tokens like i don't have time to navigate it all so i just spent some time researching those chains and i'm like okay easiest bet here is just buy the tokens yeah okay. nick fucking idiot <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not mad about it. I'm up 3x on Celestia and 2x on Cosmos. So, like, I don't even I'm know how to get to Cosmos, to be honest with you. Well, Kicks, no you ready for this? I just yeah. buy it on Coinbase. I don't oh, even I don't, I'm in. Like, I that's that. it. I just buy it on Coinbase. That's actually wicked funny. Funny enough, I did. Add, I just assume when we're like getting in early on one of these things that it's like some complicated new wallet and bridge situation. I asked easy. I was like, all right, so how do I get in? I don't even remember what it was. Maybe it was. Oh, it was near protocol. It was near. And I okay. literally said, buy <laughs> it on Coinbase. Because I buy it on Coinbase. I was like, oh, OK, I can do that. Like, like that's easy. I don't I'm not doing all this complicated shit. I did like go the one extra step for celestia really early and just stake it but like say i'm just buying i'm just like i'm not overthinking this a lot of positive narratives about that a lot of positive ecosystem narratives about near i'm like i'm done dcaing soul except for today since it's under 100 now i'm back in it's a red day so things feel good but like some of those funds are now more capital that i wanted to put into solana i'm like i may as well take a little bit of a flyer on some of these other areas with just less size like I'd rather potentially capture some of that. And if one of them absolutely goes on a tear and becomes the new L1 of the bull market, like we've seen in the last two, where one of these gains steam, I'll be properly positioned and only mad that I didn't buy more. How many? We, how much are we DCA in on down day here, Easy? So far, I'm in for two grand. Uh, we think in 10? I'm in for right around three right now. This morning was where the buy, because I had a buy order set at 99.2 or something like that. Just sitting, waiting for sub 100 and a hit. So like that just automatically happened. I don't know how much more I'm going to put in. I'm looking at the AVAX dip a lot right now too. Because that thing does not want to stay under 40. Like every time it goes oh, under it 40, it rebounds so hard back over. And it feels great. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So that's what I'm looking at. The tough part is like I looked at Say on the sell-off and didn't buy. And it then made all-time highs immediately after. And say I was less. like, god damn, that is like some <laughs> good strength in a downtrend market. So for me, that's kind of where like I'm watching these tokens that are showing much better life and signs of life. And then other things like Ethereum, I'm just happy I'm not holding any. Nick uh, <laughs> Nick looks like he's doing a little mobile buy here, maybe. He's literally doing a mobile buy. If I could yeah, make his screen bigger, I would. Let, let he's me, also thinking about selling his crypto punk. What do you guys think about that? I did not say I'm selling my crypto punk. G-Money you gave you the play. You're kind of alluded to it. You were like, G-Money hey, gave you the play. Okay, imagine e Nick e tweets e this. Hey, theoretically... Would you hold a theoretical CryptoPunk or would you theoretically sell it and then like buy other things with it? 
Easy. You said G Money gave me the play. You remember when I called you and literally said I'm and thinking asked of how to Lent. do it. Yeah. No, I don't know that I said I, I didn't ask how asked did how I, to do it. Didn't know how to do it. Asked I think easy. you just said which site would you use? And I told I said arcade. But because you were like, I'm thinking about doing this, what are your thoughts? And I was like, I like that play a lot. And that was probably last month. And I still What's agree, I like that play a lot. Well, that would have been a better play last month, I'll tell yeah, you that yeah. much. Yeah. You <laughs> collateralize the punk, take out a loan on it with I think right now it's only like a small percentage of APY, it's like shockingly small. It's like fifteen percent. Uh, yeah, it's it's small for like an instant loan, and then you just buy than crypto. Loan. You get it in USD. You then USDC. Uh, USDC. You then swap that to Solana, and uh, just hold and you that get rich. Solana. Oh no, that's that's fucking smart. So you can either just like liquidate your punk and just be absolutely <laughs> depressed, or like make a little bit more money. I like that. I like but that. But it's not a taxable cool. event too, because you're taking the loan on it. So that's the other thing. Right. Yeah, but if you lose, money. yeah, right. oh, it's not a taxable event. I took right. this hundred thousand dollars and lost it all. But hey, I didn't have to pay any taxes, man, because it was just a loan. Right. And then, and then, and then you you stake it though, so that you you do an interest arbitrage, so you reduced it by the the interest by eight percent right there. So now you're actually only paying eight percent yield on oh, no. what's yeah. So you take a stable asset, <laughs> loan against it. Yeah. So like basically, you could take your house, everybody. You could get a HELOC <laughs> against it, and then long okay. Solana with that HELOC. Now, if something goes wrong, you get hacked, whatever. Now you have a fucking fat mortgage. <laughs> the upside is you're leveraging. You're leveraging up. But see, I, kicks, you can even go further. Like now you can also take that leverage, liquid stake it, and then use the liquid stake tokens. This is one sec. If we draw this out, it's like a perfect. It's beautiful. It's no, I mean, a, a reverse you know, funnel. Easy. I mean, how many months do you think it would take for your car to get repoed if you didn't pay? Three, four, so right? What I've heard, yeah, three, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it's three, four. Long it. Pay back before we get repoed. We're good. Yo, you can't you can't make this up. I literally right now just got a group text uh, from a, a wicked normie person that said, "What's up with Solana?" No joke. No joke. <laughs> Grim Reaper. What's up with Solana? No, it's not the Grim Reaper. This is the okay. the beginnings of the bull. If if uh, Solana was at a thousand dollars, he's not a Jim Cramer. Hold on, I'm about to buy another grand on that. On that. Oh, you about buy on that text? It's literally, the audience is leaving the show to go buy right now. That's like what's happening. Um. Anyway, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Well, first of all, the lending thing is hilarious. I think talking about doing, but but there is actually some substance there for sure. Nick, you've been feeling this way about your punk for a bit, but if the punk's one point one million bucks, you're not gonna feel this way. You're gonna feel like you're a genius. Yeah. Literally. I, I, I'm not selling it, okay? It's not a situation that I'm considering at this moment in time. I, 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 there, there, there was a thought, but... Uh, Here's what I would generally say, Nick, right? And you're fucking smart, so this may not apply to you. But in general, right, if someone's willing to give you money as collateral for one of your assets, I consider the person giving you the money probably much more sophisticated and smarter than the person receiving well, the money. P in the aggregate, right? P.O. said this last night. He was like, he was like, usually I find that lenders are the ones that make money. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. There's a reason Cirrus NFT, who made like $5 million over the past two years, is like lend like lending people money left and right In for their size. NFT. Dude, he's like, In yeah, I just got a $600,000 loan on some mega mutants. Let's see if they repay it. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, man. I was nervous. I was nervous for a sec that Nick was going to use the exact language that I used, which maybe wasn't going to present me in the best light to the audience. So, Nick, you were what very was, kind. What, what was Thank the you. exact language? Was it I'm not going to say it now. But Nick was very kind with the Just way he presented it. that. Was it anti-immigrant, P.O.? What were you saying? Sorry, uh -oh. guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> ICE's coming in on him. No, Sapphire just literally got out of bed like a bat out of hell and immediately ran over to the stove. I was like, what, what is happening here? She went from like peaceful slumber to just like, yo, I'm going to tear shit up in this apartment. What are you doing? Dog's like, doing trying to buy show. the dip, dude. Trying to find the ledger. Yo, I, I got to go. I got to go. I think he just ran out of the house. She. Well, what, what just happened? What just happened? <laughs> P.O. always describes his dog as well-trained. And he literally needs to abort the show. Uh, in or wow, so this is serious. Also, Nick, his lighting is a little off. I mean, the window is beautiful and the background's beautiful. Yeah, that's. Oh, uh, dog's got to go out. That's oh, exactly what's happening. Dog's oh, go she's out. using the bathroom. 
It's like okay. me after having a gas station breakfast sandwich, you know, like yeah, how are you, you feeling after that, dude? You were I'm actually feeling a lot better that. than I did at, during the weather report. I was feeling pretty rough, man. I was like, I'm not sure about the ham that was on that ham, egg and cheese, dude. I don't think it was ham. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, you know, like manager special ham. Like you got to use it, use it or lose it. Well, wait, Pio's back. Yeah, we're good, man. No, he's putting on shoes. False alarm. False alarm. So. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I did not mean. So look. So last night, my dog had diarrhea, which um, you know, it'll happen every few months. Uh, but I was worried that she just got out of bed and was like, "Yo, I got diarrhea again." Holy shit! Yeah. But the reason that she was Literally. bad out of hell, I forgot, and I do this all the time. I got the dog walker that came. So the dog walker was at the door. So you just saw me because I was like, oh, no, I got to get Sapphire outside before she diarrheas indoors, which she'll never do. But you can't test it. She's a dog, right? She'll never do that. But I don't want to find out if she will. And I opened the door all frantic and the dog walker's just there. And I was like, oh, that's why Sapphire probably can smell the dog walker because dogs have good senses of smell. Well, I'm assuming that she knocks, but I got the noise canceling headphones uh, on. Um, yeah, but any your nose too? Sorry? Your nose good? My nose, yeah, my nose is fine. Yeah, a little runny nose. I did a bunch of cocaine while, uh, you oh, know, yeah. in the two seconds that I. Oh, okay, that was all a ruse. I like it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, my nose is a little bit itchy. Uh, anyway, uh, last last topic for the last ten minutes: airdrop season. Yesterday Woo! we saw dimensions. We saw dimensions announce an airdrop. <laughs> oh, is dimensions the one where if you have Mad Lads and pudgy penguins, you get the airdrop? Yeah. <laughs> Give me that airdrop, ladies. Hey, hold on. What is it? Mad lads and pudgy. Do you how about little pudgies? Nope. Uh, no, just, just the big boys. Just the dude. I'm I might swap. I got eleven little pudgies. I might swap for a second big one. And I should have done that. I should have done that a, like a little while ago. Pudgy penguins is a very uh juicy nft collection because you can dca it's the shittiest dca ever because you're paying gas fees and you're paying maybe royalties a little bit too but you can dca into the little ones and then amass a bunch of the little ones and then swap for a big one which is pretty cool but anyway easy what can you tell us about this airdrop that if you have a mad lad and a pudgy penguin you're just gonna be rich from well there's that and then there's also if you've traded on a couple different chains they actually included cosmos on it so if you have been doing cosmos stuff you're included on it eth is on there as well a million uh, people right yeah a ton and i saw some people like there's this one guy a I million people is. and i'm not one of them yeah, well, <laughs> well, we have a mad lad real quick uh if your crypto punk gets an allocation ask me sorry easy i didn't mean to interrupt please no no ahead. it's fine go ahead you can go <laughs> Look at AC. He's like, no, no. Cool. You talk about the airdrop, please. They go crazy. Nick, I mean, uh, easy, please, please. Uh, it's just, yeah, it was like a surprise airdrop from Dimensions. If you've used ETH too, there's certain thresholds that qualified for it. Like I qualified for it just based on trade volume. I'm not sure what that trade volume was, but I qualified somehow. I, don't, I haven't claimed it yet because it's on ETH and I just don't feel like paying gas. But you have, I think, 40 days to claim it, 46 days, something like that. Some odd number. But that's happened. There was another one called Less F in Gas that if you spent more than 4,000 ETH in gas or 4.2, I forget what the exact number is, they give you a Solana token. Uh, and a ton of what? people qualified for that. Yeah. So it was. Well, Zeneca posted oh, that. I, I, yeah, I had that. I, I still own some of the token. I sold some of it, but I'm still holding. Yeah. So is there was that. Cash? We have Jupiter airdropping this month. So Very like, interesting. And that's, that's going to be like OTC on Jupiter right now is going for about 70 cents. Oh. So, and if that holds. I have 180,000 tokens coming, which would be great. You can check. All right. I'm going to sidebar with you after the show real quick because I feel like there's a few things I need to go and claim, and I want to click a few buttons to make sure that I get yeah, the we'll, 3,000. We'll I'll send you the link. He's, he's like, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'm going to get like 130 grand off this. Man. The oh. issue is, dude, I don't want to – like the tax situation on that's going to suck ass. Oh, yeah. I feel so bad. Oh, the taxes are going to be difficult <laughs> out of this $100,000 that just landed in your fucking wallet. Yeah, you but Nick, the, we're not, <laughs> the best, dude, we're not paying you for half the year, dude. I'm going to have to sell it right away to pay the taxes, dude. It's like not well, cool. Dude, like, the funniest part like, about it is like, the best part is I just heard for so long these lunch money gains in 2021. And now it's like, we're getting boat profits what are you, out here. What are you even talking about? Bro, we've been paying a salary for two years and I'm not getting <laughs> any and I'm not getting any of this action. <laughs> You're rich. No, no, this is, this is, what, we look out for you, but you don't look out for us. So that's, well, just, Nick, that, that's Nick, just Nick. what I want to throw out here. Where's Nick. my fucking airdrop? 
Nick, I think the Bodago's wallet also qualifies for it in a pretty decent size. I was oh! looking, but I think I think there's gonna be something in that too that hits. Oh! It's basically like any time you've swapped, and because Phantom normally uses Jupiter, that hits. There's like a bunch Ooh. of qualifications, and there's an one air. This person made this crazy airdrop checker on Soul that checks for like 16 different airdrops from like the Bonk vesting to Pith Network to Jupiter, and there's no wallet connect. You just copy and paste the wallet. It's like extremely extremely user friendly. And we should run basically every wallet we have through that uh, well, and just Nick, see like what's sitting. Cause there's definitely some, some cash sitting across wallets. He's like, he's like, yo, I found you $5,000 as he's taken the entire pie. Like <laughs> b dude is walking out with a fucking bag of cash. He's, he's got it's a bag of like like, yo, yo, the change <laughs> fell out over there, bro. Dude, it's all good. Get he excited. He's Get like, excited. Here you go. You ja here you go. Little, little guy. And he gives okay, us a little tip guys. A little, you know, you can have a little empathy for him. He's going to have to pay 70 grand in taxes. Okay. That's a lot yeah, of money. Dude, like, now, he's getting 130 grand out of thin air, but 70 of that's going to have to go to taxes. Also, Nick, if you want a real revenge, wait 15 days after the airdrop, report him to the IRS. That's a clear <laughs> felony. He doesn't know the social. I, I don't have, I don't have Jupiter social for sure, dude. That, for yeah, sure. Do not have that. That's a I big felony, that, dude. That's yeah, a hundred huge felony. Like, you're not reporting. I've already started scoping out. I, I rewatched the episodes you guys did on like uh, best County prisons. And I think right. I found the one or two. That's pretty good. So I'm going to be wall? potentially moving. Yeah. I'm going to be potentially moving to be closer to those. Uh, the other thing I want to call out though, I also think the blur airdrop for blast will be like substantial. Like if you're not doing that, I think that's an easy five figure airdrop with like an ETH of capital, like plain and simple. I think that's going to surprise a lot of people because so many people went the blast route and significantly less went the staking blur route. And that multiplier is just going crazy versus the 4% APY you get on ETH, which just is like boring. So you're no, wait, wait you're saying blast or stake blur? Staked blur is better than blast in my opinion. You said blast when you were talking about it, but you meant I'm saying blur. I think the blast trade is overcrowded. The staked blur is not. And yes. I think more people went to blast. Dude, it has 1.1 TVL, 1.1 billion in TVL, and that also unlocks. So, like, there's a bunch of stuff right now I'm, like, closely watching. February, that unlock could be a big liquidity injection. Get People getting their ETH back at the start of the year is really interesting. Here's the deal, dude. I need a report. Okay. okay, delivered to my desk. This is part of your job now. You write I'm a outlining exactly what need what what actions I need to take in order. Just give me give me the instructions, financial yep. advisor easy of what I need to do. So one of them is stake one ETH. Okay, yep. of of blur. That's one of the things that we need to do. I need to use some airdrop well, checker to figure out what the situation I'll is. I'll put on together a, a quick document after this show and just be like Nick, click these four buttons on each of these sites and just let me know if you need help with any of it. And then I'll give you a couple others that you can still farm by pressing two buttons and forgetting about for six months. Okay. So, dead serious, real quick. So check it out. This is actually something. So a couple things. So people in the uh, YouTube audience, people were like, just Google Solana airdrop checker. No, do not just Google don't Solana that, airdrop no. checker. Do not do that. Like literally don't do that. Also, do it. also don't click any links like, basically ever but just i go to the library and i read it i look in books to find my my you know links well there you go so look so real quick uh in my phantom wallet for example i have like <laughs> look at i say why don't you just sidebar the last 20 minutes that actually is a good point let's wrap this show pia we're gonna wrap <laughs> pia what were you saying what i was gonna say is i'm so scared of getting drained on yes. solana i have my mad lad in a wallet a specific wallet on my phantom wallet right one of my phantom wallets i have a mad lad love the user interface by the way um in in the phantom wallet that mad lad gets random airdrops i'd like to convert those random airdrops into more solana but i don't want to do anything in that wallet so i almost like i'm gonna have to move the mad lad out of the wallet convert the stuff into Solana on Jupiter, move the mad lad back into the wallet. You can do that on Solana because there's in instant transactions and no gas fee, which is really nice. But easy, am I being too careful? I mean, the easiest way to do it is because it's so easy to make a secondary wallet in Phantom. What you can do is just create a new wallet. And when you claim those airdrops, just send them to a second wallet to swap them out. Like it's that straightforward. They'll be on that wallet or send your mad lad out. Like yeah, send I send the Mad Lad out because I don't want to engage with the tokens. And that's fine. You can do that. Yeah, just send the Mad Lad out because it's based on a snapshot date, not if it's actively held in the wallet.
So like, that's the big thing is like, you can just do that and just check on it. I also just posted in the private chat, the Solana airdrop checker. It's public to anybody. There's no wallet connect. You just copy and paste an address. You know, if you want to put that in the YouTube comments so people can see it, that is the I like correct that. one. Yeah, it's I'll tell you, really... it, whoever made that URL made it look like a scam URL. Oh sure. yeah, but there's <laughs> no Solana dash airdrop dash checker dot soulworks dot dev. Good yeah, God. So it's this guy from Soulworks. Um, actually, dev is great. Like it's this guy, Zay Sujiko at Z-H-E-S-O-L-W-O-R-K-S. Works for Soulworks. But I think that's the main one that a lot of people use because there's no wallet connect. It's simply copying and pasting an address. So your wallet is not actually interacting with anything. It's just cross-referencing the data sets that we have for these airdrops and then telling you how many tokens you have per address. So you can copy and paste all of them. Real well, quick. I, oh, God, Nick. I went to the Jupiter site just to see what was going on there. And uh, I got 200 jupe. <laughs> that's the minimum. That's the minimum. Dude, that's not even that's not even like a plane ticket, bro. And I went to the airdrop checker, it's showing me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're mad if you think about the tenth commandment, Nick, thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's goods. So I know Easy's getting a big airdrop, right? But if we start to covet his goods, right, that's gonna lead us into some dark places. That's why it's one of the top ten things not to do by God himself. Uh wicked he, funny he a neighbor. He's a team member and and, uh, and employed by the organization. Was this communism? Where we share the not? Yes, it is. Well, Nick, I do want to just say, uh, March of this year, I shared a PDF in the Bodogos Discord that outlined everything I was airdrop farming. Uh, I've gotten multiple comments on it. Multiple people who all thanked me for it. They said that they like participated in a lot of it. Oh, well, you gave posted a bunch it of in our Slack. I tweeted it. I posted it. I have a YouTube. Next time, video if you could print it. that out at uh, Staples and hand deliver it, I just to shows it. that Nick doesn't support me or any of my content journey, which is totally fine. His I understand where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back then they didn't want you. Now you're on top. They all on you, Easy. That's 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 exactly how Nick works. The price went up on Easy. Anyway, uh, real quick, someone sent me a screenshot, which is pretty funny. Matrix Port playing both sides of this. In the past 24 hours, the two Matrix Port headlines are Bitcoin spot ETF rejection coming? Question mark. Matrix Port warns investors of pending SEC decision. The next story, Bitcoin price could hit 50,000 by the weekend, Matrix Port says. Have you guys ever heard of this company before today? I haven't. Nope, I haven't. Yeah. Nope. It's just funny to me, man, trying to shake people out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Uh, we do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's available on Apple and Spotify podcasts if you'd like to listen to it outside of the Twitter bubble or send it to somebody that isn't on Twitter. Also, the video feed is available on YouTube. So you go to YouTube and check out NFT Morning Show. It's also broadcast to X platform. Uh, so wherever you get your content, we're there. X platform, YouTube, anywhere. Shout out to our partners, Phantom Wallet, Shrapnel, and many, Ooh. many more. We're going to be doing some great stuff with our partners this year. Going to have a fun video come out uh, pretty soon, too. That'll be uh, a lot of fun for everybody. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow, Thursday.